This is home with Forbes and Marshall. It's a celebration of everything that makes Victoria home. The people, the events that bind our community, and the stories that make us smile. Welcome home. Here's Michael and Lisa. Hey, hello. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Sup. Sup. Yeah. I actually, uh, <laughs> I sent Pat Thomas an email and that was the title of it. Sup. Sup. Uh, Pat Thomas formerly did news on our uh, radio show. Way back in the day. And uh, we were about to file a missing persons report, but we did find him in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. Well, heading to Winnipeg. He's on another road trip somewhere this summer. But he actually still lives uh, in town here. So. um, But I always remember Pat's birthday, August 21st, and I said, sup, happy birthday, buddy. So, you know, we have a couple of uh, Generation Zers, or Zetters, Mm -hmm. in our household anyway. A couple of boys. They are uh, Generation Z, which is uh, anywhere from 96 to now, like 2019. You'll be 96 years old? 1996 to okay. Okay. 2019. Okay. And they sort of have their own way of communicating. Mm. Have you noticed this? <laughs> this sounds like a... They uh, have their uh, own lingo. Yeah, this sounds like a kids today and their <laughs> stuff. Well, you know, I, I never knew what a goat was. Do you have any any idea what goat is? Um, that's like uh, getting the best of someone, like uh, you know, like getting them. <laughs> I'm just going to goat you. Right, goat right. You. Wrong. Where's no? the buzzer? <laughs> um, so like Kawhi Leonard is goat. Okay. Greatest of all time. Oh, come on. That's, Kawhi that's, Leonard is goat. That's just an acronym. Or it's not a word. LeBron James. No, it's that. that's true. Yeah. Hey, clap back. Clap Let's back. Clap back. Mm-hmm. That's that's when you you are, are at a show uh-huh. and you clap because everyone else is clapping, and then you realize I didn't even really like it. Right. I want my clap back. No, uh, actually, it's responding to an insult with a bigger insult. Oh. Oh, clap back. Clap back. A <laughs> uh, snack. Yeah. In Generation Z lingo. Mm-hmm. Any idea? What Snap. Snack. snack. Oh, snack. Like, you know, when you're eating a snack. Okay. Okay, it um, doesn't mean that. Okay, what does it mean? Somebody is good looking or very attrac- oh, attractive. You, you look like a snack. You're a snack. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. <laughs> I wouldn't be saying that to you. No. Because it means that was funny. Oh, okay. I'm dead. <laughs> I don't well, That was kind of an insult, I think. Uh, <laughs> um, got a blast. I, I got a blast. I'm leaving. Got okay. a blast. Okay, that that, that one makes gonna sense. I think I'm going to leave this. Yeah. Got a blast. You know, using all that young lingo, you you seem probably about four or five minutes younger. Do I? Than you did oh, before. Man. Yeah. That's the nicest compliment you've yeah. said all day. Guess who our uh, guest is on the podcast uh, this week? It's, uh, yeah. You're guessing? Good uh, one. You want me to guess? Good one. Wait, Steve, Steve Ivings. Michael's childhood hero. Well, you know, uh, I'll tell the story uh, when, when I talk to Steve and his wonderful wife, Lena. Uh, they've got a big uh, show coming up at, during the Fringe Festival, which is on right now, and it's called Broadway Bash. But uh, S- uh, Steve, his bread and butter for many years has been uh, an impressionist. Mm. And, you know, I sort of dabbled in that uh, mm. world, but... Nowhere near the dedication and the... Right. I mean, he made it his career, his mm-hmm. life. So um, we'll get him to do a couple of impressions. Speaking you know, of impression, yeah. you can do an impression, can't you, Mike? I, I can do only one impression, and mm-hmm. it's really debatable as to whether it's well or not. But I didn't want to like do it in front of Steve and stuff like that. It would have been, well, yeah, yeah. He's like mm-hmm. such because, a. He's I, in the top, the, yeah. the top uh, echelon. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 the. He's in the top echelon. The upper echelon. <laughs> 
<laughs> of impressionists. But uh, I'll lay it on you and guess okay. who you, guess who it is, okay? I can do only one impression. Oh. And it's Homer Simpson. I haven't heard that in ages. I didn't really practice. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Did you do it in front of Steve? No way. No, you can't. I'm do not going right? to go like that. Uh, kind of intimidating. Because he's probably got his own Homer Simpson, and then yeah. I'd and feel he, like an idiot. And it would be way better. <laughs> Jeez. So, anyways. Don't! <laughs> So Steve is is on the way, excited about that conversation. Uh, listen, we just wanted to uh, mention a, a community event that uh, we've got uh, some involvement in. Of course, uh, we've got a long history with BC Children's Hospital Foundation. Uh, the uh, Tournament of Heroes is doing a big golf tournament on September 13th, which is a Friday, and it's at the Highland Pacific Golf Club. Friday the 13th. Oh, I never thought about that. But it's a barn dance, a golf tournament, and 100% of the net proceeds are going towards the BC Children's Hospital Foundation. Beautiful. It's going to be a day of fun, a day of uh, food, and some real inspirational stories. Uh, Lisa and I will be there, and uh, we've got a small part. Um, in introducing a family that's been affected and helped by BC Children's Hospital. So if you want any more information on how to get involved, uh, still need some sponsors for the event and also some participants, some golfers. So, okay, lots uh, of golfers in Victoria. Uh, we'll have all the information on our website at uh, ForbesAndMarshall.ca. Beautiful. So the Fringe Festival is on in Victoria right now, and uh, there's lots of things to see and do all around town. Yes, and uh, one of the highlights uh, we feel is called uh, Broadway Bash at the Victoria Fringe Festival. And I had a chance to sit down with uh, the stars of the show, Steve Ivings and his wife, Lena. So we're at an undisclosed location uh, somewhere in Greater Victoria, and I've got uh, Lena with me. Good morning, or good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. And, of course, uh, Steve Ivings is here as well. Yes, I am, and I'm I'm proud to be. Yes, and uh, you guys are together? Well, I think so, yes. (laughs) For for the most part. Actually, truth be told, I was uh, in um, Pippi Longstocking in the performance uh, last Christmas with you both. Wonderful job, Lena. Thank you so much. It was lots of fun for Kaleidoscope. Yeah, It's it's funny how you put all that time and effort into something, and it's three shows and and wham, bam, gone, right? Yeah, and the thing, yeah, exactly, is do spend a lot of hours at it, and you get the satisfaction from the audience, but then when it's all over, everybody says, hey, let's keep in touch, and no one ever does. I've been in theater for 45 years. Some of the closest friends I ever had in theater, I've never seen them since we did a show together. I'm sure they're out there still, but I'll call. I'll call them eventually. (laughs) So let's uh, just go back, uh, you know, a few hundred years and just uh, talk a little bit about how I know Steve Ivings. And we've sort of crossed paths on the peripheral. Um, I don't know if we've had uh, many meaningful conversations in the first uh, 30 years. And it's okay if dogs are barking. It just adds to the ambiance. But uh, when I was about 11 years old, my dad, uh, who was in the Brothers Forbes, he was an entertainer here in Victoria for many years. uh, He knew this guy that made a record. And I was so into, you know, impressions and mimics, and I used to watch The Tonight Show and uh, Rich Little, and I could not believe there was a a person where I was from that could actually do impressions. So how did it all start for you? I remember very distinctly how it, and it's not like I haven't told this story before, but I was watching TV one night. It was in the summertime. Why I remember the summer, I don't know, but I was watching TV. And uh, there was an impressionist on TV. It wasn't Rich. I think it was Frank Gorshin. 
And Frank was not to me one of the great impressions. Like he did the faces and all that, but his, you could tell it wasn't. Yeah. Like with Rich, if he did uh, Jimmy Stewart or James Mason, you is that really James Mason or is it Rich Little? Whereas Frank, you knew. But he did a Richard Burton that I went, wow, that's what I want to do. It was one of those Oprah aha moments long before Oprah was even born, I think. And, and so I said, that's what I'm going to do. My mother was outside gardening. That's how I know it was summer. And I went out and I told her, I'm going to learn to do impressions. Is that okay with you? I was 13 or 14. I don't mind if, as long as you do them well, because that's how my mother talked. <laughs> that was my first impression. Well, as long as you do. Anyway, uh, so I started learning to do Richard Burton. The record Camelot had come out, and I listened to it, and I'd learned to do Richard Burton. And, and then I made a list of 10 names. These are the 10 that you should learn to do. Jimmy Stewart, Humphrey Bogart, Cary Grant, John Wayne, all those uh, classic voices. I used to watch Ed Sullivan on Sunday and see, yeah. you know, who was on. But then I'm watching Ed too because you're now on our show tonight, the Beatles. <laughs> Come on, kids, you be quiet. I'm not going to bring out those those guys, those mock tops. And and <laughs> and so I started doing them, and I was terrible for the first year. But when you don't know you're bad, you just keep at it. You don't get discouraged. And I was that age that you know I want to do this so much, right? So I did, and all of a sudden they began to sound like who they're supposed to be, which, of course, is the key. And, uh, and then I started, and I got the odd booking here and there. And one of the first big gigs I did was with the Brothers Forbes. Get out. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was a fundraiser for radio station CJVI, and they were having this talent show, and the Brothers Forbes were headlining. And I, just being a gutsy kid, phoned them up and said, I do impressions. Can I be in your show? You know, Mickey Rooney. And, and they said, yeah, come on down. So I did that show. I recorded it. Somebody in the audience, actually, a friend of mine recorded it. And, uh, and I had that recording for years. I wish I'd kept it now because I was, I was still in high school. At the time. I'd love to hear that because it's associated with my, with my dad and his band, yeah. too. Yeah, we did a little TV promo that ran on TV. And we shot it down at the Old Forge. And I, in fact, uh, they wanted me to extro it. And introduced the band. So I did a few impressions, and then I said, and, and I, I introed them as Lawrence Welker. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before the Champagne Music Makers uh, come out and play that wonderful Van Halen tune, Chump, here is the fabulous uh, Brothers of Forbesum. Chump. <laughs> well, it was, you know, that's the way Lawrence would have said it. Go ahead and the chump. That's right. I'm choking on the bubbles here. Do you know, I know the four Lennon sisters very well, um, but that's another story. Well, you know, let's go back to the record. It was like the 12 days of Christmas. Yes. Oh, I, I, can go, I can go from uh, Liberace down to, uh, you know, so Liberace was five, five golden rings or five candelabras, and there was four super newsmen. Yeah. who was uh, Walter Cronkite, three Casablancas, yeah, which was Humphrey wow. Bogart, uh, two G.I. Joes, Joe's and, yeah. and Foster Brooks. Foster Brooks. Uh, 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 it's a damn uh, bird. Hey, the damn bird, too. <laughs> two, yeah. Ten dirty rats. Nine Mr. Cordes. Eight rumpled wrinkles. Seven godfathers. Six candelabras. Five diamond rings. Four super newsmen. Three Casablancas. Two G.I. Joes. And, and a package in, in a pear tree. Oh, uh, yeah, there was a lot of versions. Actually, the first version, Ed Sullivan was the first voice, and then I did one with Groucho, yeah. and then Foster was the one that went on on the uh, the record. Yeah, as as we used it was to call brilliant. It. He, he was a good choice. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, he was very hot right then doing the yeah. Dean Martin shows and all that. So it was. Uh, yeah, it went very well. We sold it. It sold a few copies. I'd run into it every now and then. Mm-hmm. I I remember going into a record store and I wanted to buy a copy for somebody. I just needed a real quick copy, so I went in, and I put the record down. And I gave them my credit card, and she picked up the record, looked at the name on there, looked at the credit card, and went, hmm, and didn't say anything. I'm waiting for her to go, is this you? And I just go, yeah, well, you know, it's my record, because she was a good-looking young lady. But she just looked at the card, and then they're two of the same names. Oh, well, she didn't care. So it probably just as well I didn't go out with her. <laughs> but you went out with her. So, so Lena, do you have a favorite? Yes. Do you have a favorite Impression is it Lana Turner? No. Um, do you have a favorite impression that Steve does? I love his Humphrey Bogart and Jack. Well, Kermit the Frog actually. Well, actually, that's our daughter's favorite. I think. Yeah. I can imagine you're yeah. you're you know growing up with that and all the voices when re- read the stories. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and he'd make up other voices, of course, when he's reading to uh, to her. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, what are my other? Favorites? So Jack and the Beanstalk is Jack Nicholson. That's <laughs> Genius. He yeah. might have nightmares after that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she doesn't uh, do requests on a regular basis, though. Uh, no, it's it's uh, no because oh, Sean Connery. I forgot Sean Connery. Yeah, and then also that he's taught Izzy and I, you know, our own impressions. There you go. Well, you, uh, Lena just put herself on the spot. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I can only do, well, uh, Sean Connery is Isabella. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are my other ones? Um, probably, probably better with a glass of wine, right? right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Everything's better with a glass of wine. No, I, uh, I, uh, I taught is uh, I taught Isabella to uh, to do what well, she can do. Hello, my name's Michael Caine. You know, she does that. Oh, and there's this line that George C. Scott does in the Bible, where he says, "I got it back," where he says, "The Lord my God," and she does that. You know, she's 12 years old. It's great. Scares the hell out of her friends. But, you know, it's a great bit. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. So uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about, um, you know, your passion, uh, you know, for, for show business. And, uh, you know, the both of you obviously probably met in that, uh, in that world. We actually, yeah, we met doing a Broadway show. Oh, how many years ago? A long time. 19, I think. 20. Um, doing a Broadway show. We met on, well, in rehearsals. And we've done, we've been on stage, oh, gosh, hundreds of times at this point and it's really fun to be on the stage together and mm-hmm. be working together like in that capacity sure yes and and broadway has a soft spot in uh, your heart right uh, it's there's something about it well as i mentioned you know the first impression i did was richard burton i learned him from listening to the broadway album of camelot as opposed to the movie which was richard harris and uh so yeah i've always liked the music of broadway and this show that we did we were i don't know we were cast together and we had to hold hands, and as soon as we held hands, there was this little chemistry between us. And I forget what we were singing. I don't know what the song was. Some grand day for s- dancing or singing or, or doing stupid stuff on stage, whatever that sh- song is. Anyway, we did that together, and, and we've done a lot of Broadway shows between now and then. And uh, the idea for this, uh, this next show came out of a Broadway show that we did a year and a half ago. I was doing the comedy in the show, and Lena was doing the singing along with uh, five other people. The show was not a great show. The, the material was a little dated. It was in our show they'd been hired to be in it we were sitting around one night having wine with some of the people in the show and we said well let's do our own version and have a little fun with it and twist it just a bit as many shows as we've done of broadway that was the thing we went to right away was let's if we're going to make fun of something let's make fun of broadway you know mm-hmm. yeah but but essentially you've taken some of the the best broadway <laughs> tunes and you've changed the lyrics 
Yeah, so Steve's um, localized some of the lyrics, made fun of some of the Broadway songs, um, used uh, social... Um, Satire? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and tweaked it so that... I mean, every line in the show is funny. Mm-hmm. We've become sort of jaded as we've re- rehearsing it, so it's going to be fun to get it in front of an audience that hasn't heard it because the first time we heard all of the lyrics when we were learning the show, we were laughing all the way through. It's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. 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 Don't want to give too much away, but Lisa helps your ears might be burning. Well, we did. Yeah, because I, I sat down when I was writing this thing, and I always had trouble trying to describe, describe it, whether it were satirizing Broadway or satirizing Broadway tunes. And one of the one of the tunes that uh, we that occurred to me would be good to use is the rain in Spain. And I'm thinking, what rhymes with rain Spain? Well, bike lane rhymes with it. So there's something right there. So I sat down and penned a little tune that Lena and I perform in the show that is somewhat along the lines of uh, people who might be frustrated, to choose a word, about the bike lanes. And there is a reference to mm-hmm. her honor in that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, if her ears are burning, that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's the, what's the show called? The show is called Broadway Bash because mm-hmm. we're a bash can be a party, but it can also be an attack. So we're sort of attacking Broadway. Um, I describe the show as I just took a bunch of jokes and set them to Broadway music. The other way I've described it, and this is not to blow my own horn, and we all know how painful that can be, meh, is is if is what if Mel Brooks wrote every. Broadway musical as opposed to the producers and, and Young Frankenstein, just those two. So I, I have sort of a Mel Brooks twist on the lyrics. As you know, one of the one of the songs in the show is "Food, Glorious Food" from Oliver. Our version is all about you know peanut allergies and strawberry allergies and all that. We also do "I Feel Pretty," which is all now about plastic surgery. So it's you know it's 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 kind of a twist on the original uh, song based on the title. But uh, it's with a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of a jab to it. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's uh, the F- Victoria Fringe Festival, and uh, you you mentioned uh, Lena that you've been on stage hundreds of times together with uh, with Steve. But uh, in this case, um, you've never been part of the Fringe before. No, we haven't been part of the Victoria Fringe, so we're looking forward to both performing our show and seeing some of the other. Um, great material out there yeah so if if uh, we're, we're going to buy tickets to, to fringe when can we see the, your, your performance okay we are uh at the langham court theater and we've got six performances which is great shows an hour there's i think there's like 40 different songs in it and we've got uh we're, we're thank you we've got uh the poster just the arrived poster. yes it did thank goodness no i know that we we're friday saturday sunday both weekends this coming weekend or the 23rd 24th 25th i don't know when you're listening to this, whether that's the coming weekend or the last weekend. But we're on the 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 30th, 31st, and 1st. Now, the times are different because it's the Fringe, but our first show Friday, August 23rd, is at 9 p.m. Uh, so if you go to the Fringe site, you can see, or we have a Broadway Bash, our own website, sure. where all the information is there, and you can see who's in the cast. People will uh, be able to find those times. You need your Fringe button, and you, it's, what, 11 bucks mm-hmm. at the door. Bucks. Nine bucks for seniors, so... Anybody in Oak Bay? Come on. I'm yeah. kidding. I grew up in Oak Bay. It's not all old people. I know that. Well, if I lived there now, it would be. But, you know, I digress. Anyway, yeah. no, it's a, it's a great show for the whole family. I'm suggesting 12 and up only yeah. because, you know, there's a few references. But if they're under 12, they won't get them. Unless, of course, you're our daughter, who is 12, who gets everything. And I, I'm really concerned about that. I, I can know. hear James Mason impression coming from the bedroom down the hall. Very strange, yeah. And she doesn't even know who James Mason is. <laughs> Get back to your room. There's enough of this silliness going on. 
<laughs> no, it's almost like the wheel of impressions we could do. Ah, that's right. Is it? Is it uh, it's, you must have a chemistry on stage, obviously. It must be fun. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it over and over again. It is. It's so fun to be on stage with someone you know is going to give back that same energy, confidence, charisma. But also, there's also a comfort level um, mm-hmm. when we work together. And, you know, Steve has the comedy. I have the music. And so it's a nice blend. We're not ever really competing with each other, but mm-hmm. more adding to each other's strengths. Yeah. And there's a there's another thing that's uh, in the future that we can't say a lot about, but it, it, it does involve music. Yes, it does. It involves the music of ABBA, which was a which was a group. Yeah. Well, you would remember. No, I will have to explain to some people. It was this group. No, actually, even even young people know who ABBA is just because of their wackiness yeah, with their yeah. outfits and everything. Uh, there's it's it's a musical, and the music of ABBA's in it, and there's like 22 songs by ABBA in it, but we're not allowed to mention the name of the musical because yeah. it's, it's, it's a, a contractual thing. It's coming up soon. We'll be, we'll be able to make the announcement. Yeah. But we're working together. I'm directing it, and Lena is music directing and choreographing it. So it's great that, that uh, we're able to work together on that level, on, you know, and, and other people are doing the dancing and singing. It's great. I get to sit back and watch mm-hmm. other people dance, and I don't have to do it myself. It's wonderful. Uh, but we're, you know, that's another project we're working together. I would imagine you're not changing any of the lyrics, uh, the ABBA lyrics. Oh, no, you can't change any words. <laughs> Um, but we will be announcing more on yeah. September 2nd, and yeah. it's going to be at the Mary Winspear Center yeah. in October. So we're pretty excited about it. Just uh, incredible to sit with you just uh, for a few minutes there and uh, talk about uh, this upcoming show at the Fringe. Now, the Fringe is a very sort of limited time thing. It only comes around, yeah. uh, you know, once a year sort of thing. <laughs> uh, so it's actually uh, the weekend, uh, this upcoming weekend, August 23rd. And then, of course, uh, the last weekend of August and runs until uh, September 1st, which is the Sunday. So check out Broadway Bash with Steve and Lena at uh, the Victoria Fringe Festival. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been great. And uh, anytime that you want to come and talk, that's fine, because I have lots to say. That's Steve Ivings <laughs> and his wife, Lena. <laughs> Dope. Anyways, yeah. I, yeah, you got to get something did, new in the repertoire. Did not have the guts to do it in front of him, so oh, now I'm doing it around him. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, never... hopefully he doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't believe that fall is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really don't want to go there. Summer should never end. Yeah, you know what? A neighbor actually was out in his yard, and he goes, well... Feels like fall, and I wanted to strangle. <laughs> it, it, went, doesn't, no! it doesn't feel like fall. We haven't like even fall. had summer yet. But I know that fall is a very active time in real estate. Michael mm-hmm. and I are real estate professionals. Great time to buy or sell. We can help if you're looking for someone who you you feel comfortable with, who you can trust, and who can get the job done. I think you're listening to them right now. There we are. Yeah. So uh, you, you know, let's get together, make things happen for you. Contact us today, and we'll get you in that dream home by Christmas. Yes, after. Dara I say. After hearing the Homer impersonation. (laughs) (laughs) You got to feel comfortable with us after that. Sure you do. Yeah. Yeah, So, of course, uh, we're with REMAX Alliances. Reach out if you need yourself a realtor or two. Two for one. That's what I always say. Well, that's a wrap on this podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon. If you have a community event you'd like Forbes and Marshall to share, or maybe you need an MC, they'd love to be involved. Buying or selling your home? They can help with that, too. Reach out at ForbesAndMarshall.ca. Thanks for listening to Home 